more win or go home games. You win, you're in the playoffs. You lose, you're going home. Uh, two games late on Friday. We're talking about this video in this video. Welcome, guys. My name is DK. Uh, I cover content for DraftKings, uh, NBA, NFL, XFL, and for uh, Prize Picks. Prize Picks, they're the sponsor of the video. It's been an insane run over the last two, three weeks for myself. You can use the code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. I'll have a link in the description as well. Um, so basically, if you deposit using my code $100, that is a free $100 to play with on the site. And how it works is it's a player prop site where you build out slips with player props. You can build two, three, four, five, up to six player props. If you pick six and win all, and hit all six, you can win 25x your money. So again, guys, if you want to give it a try, I will link down below. And more in-depth content for DFS and prize picks also linked in the, descript in the description. Okay, so let's recap everything. Again, prize picks, as I said, it's just been an insane run. Full swept the board. We went 7-1 and one two days ago. Full swept it yesterday. Wild. Um, it's been an absolutely incredible run. Um, HM members were eating. Um, yeah, everyone had a great... I, I tried to retweet everyone, but um, yeah, when, when you full sweep the board, it's, uh, it's a great feeling. I'm not going to lie. Um, I don't think I can continue to hit at this rate that I've been hitting the last two, three weeks. Like that's just unsustainable, but, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a crazy run. Uh, the two YouTube video, the, the two, uh, YouTube plays also hit, um, in Herb Jones and, uh, Lou Dort at halftime at halftime they hit. Um, so that was the recap there made a good, good chunk on prize specs. And then for DraftKings, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I ran good here. The reason I say that, I thought Gary Trent Jr. was in my lineup. This has happened to me once or twice. You know where you like make some swaps or whatever, and you just like you you assume you still have that guy in your lineup, and and you don't like that. That's happened to me a couple times in my DFS career, and that happened to me yesterday. I honestly thought I had Gary Trent, and Gary Trent was very clearly an optimal value play. Like he should have been in your cash game lineup. He was a very clear optimal play before the slate started. And after lock, I was like, wow, I didn't. Even, I, I assumed he was in my lineup, and he wasn't. Um, so I got insanely lucky there, but we did talk about it with Trent, right? In the last video, I said, he is very scoring dependent, and if he is not making the shots, they will limit him. Well, what happened? He couldn't make a shots, and they limited him. And he was like 75% owned in high stakes. Um, and he was a massive bust because he scored independent and he couldn't hit a shot. And if you went to the pivot in Isaiah Joe, it was the same thing. He also couldn't hit a shot. Um, so, yeah, I got, I got lucky with that. I'm not going to lie. But going over the rest of my lineup, so Van Fleet at low ownership was key for me. Uh, people were talking about that in the Patreon stream, how the point guard position was weak. And I told everyone I'm, I'm playing Fred Van Fleet. Um, yeah, I mean, I just really liked the more balanced build yesterday, right? There's just not a lot of great value. You saw massive chalk, Gary Trent bust, uh, Isaiah Joe busted. A lot of the value plays busted last night. I didn't understand why the big Jalen Williams got no ownership. I talked about that in my video also on the stream, how like, I was like, I thought he was going overlooked. He almost went for a triple double. So if you want there, he absolutely smashed. But yeah, I had Van Fleet, Levine, Vooch, and Kobe White in the early game. Um, it was a little bit unfortunate that Kobe White in the second half didn't do a ton. He started off really hot in the first half at low ownership, but kind of uh, got his minutes limited in the second half. Um, they went to a bit more Caruso, who was playing extremely well. Vooch was solid. Levine obviously smashed, but he was massive chalk. Again, Van Fleet at only 20% was huge going for a 60 bomb. And then the late game, I had Lou Dort as a core play just because I was confident he was going to play around 40 minutes. Uh, he did. He smashed. 
The guard, Jalen Williams, was unfortunate for me. Uh, he was a bust. If he could have had a, an average game, I could have taken down, but um, he was really bad in like 40 minutes. Herb Jones was also huge. Again, it was just a minutes thing. And then I originally had Larry Nance. I was absolutely shocked that Larry Nance did not play. Absolutely shocked. I was I was like 99% sure he was going to play. I wasn't even considering Larry Nance to not play, and he got ruled out. And the reason was is... He's been banged up, you know, the last two, three weeks, and he practiced the day before. I mean, oh, he's for sure going to play. Didn't play in a winner-go-home game. So that really, really surprised me. So what I did is I just swapped to Josh Richardson. Um, I wish I could have gotten to JV. I mean, I technically could have. Um, basically, what I said was once I got the Larry Nance news, I posted on Patreon. I was like, all right, well, I think the ceiling goes up for JV now because I think there's, just, there's a better chance he plays more. And if he gets extended minutes, JV will smash. Well, JV played 30 minutes. What happened? He smashed, right? I said that there's a possibility that could go more small ball with J. Rich and Najee Marshall. They really didn't. J. Rich didn't get a minutes bump. And then I said, uh, if they don't do that, they're going to play Jackson Hayes as the backup five. And Jack, they, that's what they went to. They played Jackson Hayes as the backup five. Um, so that was the recap there. I won $600. Like I said, I ran good because I... I accidentally faded Gary Trent. I did not mean to. I was like, once after lock, I was like, well, I'm probably dead because Gary Trent is all the sharks were just all over Gary Trent as it should have been. Um, but yeah, he couldn't hit the broad side of a barn, which we, we said was a possibility. And since he couldn't hit a shot, they really limited his minutes. So um, nice uh, big day there for me on DraftKings. Massive day on prize picks. Hoping to keep that going for this two-game slate. So let's talk about it. Chicago-Miami is the first game here. So for Chicago, I have a pretty good idea of what we're going to get from their rotation. Levine, DeRozan, Vooch, Caruso, Kobe White, Pat Williams, and Beverly, um, and, and a little bit of Io Desumu. I don't think we see Drummond in this game. I guess he could play a couple minutes. He played, what, four minutes last slate. Uh, but at Toppin, guys, I mean, I know it's not the best matchup, but these guys are still too cheap with Levine, DeRozan, and Vooch for the minutes they're going to play. And I've noticed the last couple of you know these playing games, projection sites are just, they're more conservative with their minutes. You know, I saw, you know, projections for like mid to high 30s minutes for Levine DeRozan Vooch. I was like on Patreon no I think these guys are playing 40 minutes they like all played 40 minutes so I've no that's like one trend I've noticed uh is projection sites are a bit conservative with their their minutes projections in the main guys in winner go home games I'm expecting like 40 40 plus minutes from all the main guys so that's what I think we get uh tomorrow from Levine DeRozan and Vooch obviously Levine had the massive game I think he will be the most popular because of that also he's got the nice eligibility um DeRozan was fine um but uh, again toronto usually does sell out to to stop him and then vucevic was also solid too um he played 39 minutes so i like all three of the main bulls i think levine will be the most popular but i have no issue playing to rosen no issue playing vooch now caruso got a pretty significant uh price bump from what three he was three nine up to 5k he did play 31 minutes now, he is a guy that can do this, but I don't think we can expect three steals and three blocks again from Alex Crusoe. So, um, not that he's out of play, but I do think he's a little pricey. Um, that being Crusoe, 5K. Um, you got uh, Kobe White at 4'8". You know, he's a guy that I think has a little bit of a higher ceiling. Um, did only play 25 minutes, but I could see him playing a little bit more if he's shooting well. Um, so, I do have some interest in Kobe White for tournaments. I think Pat Williams of 4-7 feels a little bit pricey. Played 25 minutes last game. Also had two blocks, two steals. He's a guy that can do that, but I don't think we, could, we should be able to you know, lean on that every single time happening. So I think he's a little pricey. Pat Beverly's 4-3, played 26 minutes. I'm expecting mid-20s minutes again from him. He's an okay value play. Didn't have the best game last game, but he still had some decent games. So he's gone from you know, 25 to 30. And then that's probably it. I don't think I get to Io DeSumo. 
um, who only played six minutes last game, and then again, Drummond played four minutes. So um, that's the that's the rotation for Chicago. Moving on to Miami. So for me, Miami's the biggest unknown. We got news that Eric Spolstra might be switching up the starting lineup and also the rotation. So there's a lot of different things I, I think could happen. I think that Lowry could start tomorrow. I think that you could see Duncan Robinson in the rotation. They just need shooting. Um, I think they could X out someone from this rotation. Maybe we don't see Oladipo. Maybe we don't see Kevin Love. Um, like, there's so many things that could happen um, tomorrow for the Heat. Maybe we'll get some clarity, but we might not. So that's that's a bit tricky with the value uh, for Miami. But top end guys, you got Jimmy, you got Bam, you got Hero. Um, Jimmy at 9K, Bam at 7.6, Hero at 7.1. I think all look pretty good. Um, you know, Jimmy was really not good that last game, but I think he has a bounce back in him. Also, he shot six of 19 and still went for 44 fancy points. So I do like Jimmy at the top. I think Bam is a little bit too cheap. Now he did have three steals and two blocks and he didn't really do much offensively, but he played 41 minutes. And right now Miami just, they don't have anyone else, any other uh, defensive bigs behind Bam. You know, Kevin Love got cooked in the pick and roll. Cody Zeller got cooked. So what you could see happen is when Bam's not in the court, they might just go like small ball. They might just go like Jimmy at the five or like Kayla Martin at the five. That's another possibility. They just don't play Love or Zeller um, because Chicago is one of the teams that can spread it out, right? Vooch is a guy that can stretch the floor. Um, so I could see that happening as well. I think you're going to get whatever. Bam's going to play as many minutes as he possibly can tomorrow, in my opinion. So. I think he looks good. And then Hero dealt with some foul trouble last game. Still in for 36 fancy points. I like the price point on him. Again, a lot of these playoff slates, I, I lean just more towards the balance build because there's usually just not a lot of value. So in this range, uh, for, to get a guy that should play close to 40 minutes is very appealing. Kyle Lowry's 5'6". Now, he went absolutely insane last game. 11 of 16 shooting, 48 fancy points. That's pretty clearly an outlier performance. But I do think we see around 30 minutes from him, which makes him a decent play in the mid-range. Just don't expect that type of performance again. I think on average, if we get around 30 minutes from Lowry, you're probably getting like somewhere around like 25-ish, 30 fancy points. So I think he's a decent play there in the mid-range. Um, I could see Gabe Vincent move to the bench at 4.9K. I have a pretty hard time playing him over Kyle Lowry. Um, I know the ownership will be massive difference, but even with the ownership discount, I still don't know if I can get to Vincent. I think there's an, also a chance that he doesn't start and loses minutes. So we'll keep an eye on that Miami news. Um, and then this, the value is where I just, like, I just don't know what to do with this team. Max Struess, he was awful last game, shot one of five. But again, if he's shooting well, he does have a ceiling. You know, do they add Duncan Robinson to this rotation and, and limit Struess' minutes? I don't know. So there's just so much unknowns for Miami value that like, I think makes all these guys risky. Caleb Martin played 29 minutes last game, did absolutely nothing. But he's a guy that I could see playing maybe a little bit more because he's actually a decent defender. Um Kevin Love, again, he got cooked in the pick and roll, only played three minutes. Is there a chance that he could play a bit more in this game? Sure. Um, he's a good point per minute guy. I also wouldn't be surprised though if he does not play. Oladipo, I was pretty surprised he actually saw rotation minutes. Only played nine minutes. Maybe he gets X out of the rotation. He saw a couple of minutes for Zeller last game. He also got cooked. Um, and then Duncan Robinson did not play, but I think there's an outside chance that he could play tomorrow. So to be honest, of the four teams, I think Miami is the biggest unknown for me. Outside of Jimmy, Bam, Hero, Lowry, like outside of those main four guys, I think we get like low 30s minutes from Lowry and then probably like 
close to 40 minutes from Hero, close to 40 minutes from Butler, and probably like low 40s minutes from Bam. That's that's my guess. Outside of that, I don't know what's going to happen with Vincent or Struess or Martin Oladipo. Does one of the backup bigs even play? Does Duncan Robinson play? I don't know. So Miami, I think, is if you can get Miami right tomorrow, I think you'll be profitable, right? If you can guess kind of what's going to happen with that rotation behind the main guys, uh, I think you'll be, you're going to be profitable tomorrow. Oklahoma City. So they actually ran a pretty tight rotation, which um, I'm glad with. Like, I'm glad they did not run a deep rotation in a must-win game. You saw huge mitts for Shea, Giddy, Jalen Williams, the guard, and Dorton. That's what I expected. I thought we we're going to see around 40 mitts from all of those guys. You basically got that. So Shea at 10-4. I like his ceiling, but it is tricky to play him on a slate like this because there's just not a lot of value. So I like the upside in Shea. He's going to be low in my opinion. I like the upside in Giddy. He smashed. Literally no one played Giddy. And he can do this. A 31-point almost triple-double for Josh Giddy. Insane game for him. Still, though, I have a hard time getting to him at that price. The guard Jalen Williams and Lou Dort, however, way easier to get to. Um, guard Jalen Williams had a bad shooting game, 4-14 shooting, but he played 40 minutes. So I think he's a nice bounce-back candidate. Another thing I will mention, um, which, which I absolutely love with like the play-in, playoff games, Way more recency bias, right? I took, I took huge advantage of that last season. I was very profitable in the playoffs for DFS because recency bias is way more of a thing in the playoffs. Way, way more of a thing. It's like the old days of DFS and why the old days of DFS, way back in like 2012, 2013, like the early days, it was so easy to win because recency bias was massive. People didn't really know what they were doing. If a guy had a good game, the previous game, he was massive chalk the next game, even if he had like a really outlier game. And you see that a lot more in these in the playoffs. So I have a feeling that Jalen Williams is going to be low owned. And for that reason, I really like him, especially for the fact that he played 40 minutes last game. Lou Dort, I like him. Again, he played 36 minutes, had a bit of an outlier game. Like, I don't know if we're going to see eight of 14 shooting again from Lou Dort, but he's going to play huge minutes. So like, like one example for me is, Lou Dort and the guard Jalen Williams. I think they're very similar plays. And my guess is because of last game, Lou Dort's going to get way more ownership than the guard Jalen Williams. And if that is the case, if I'm picking between those two guys in tournaments, I'm going to go to the lower owned option, right? So that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's early. Like I'm making this video 4.30 the day before, but I have a feeling Lou Dort's going to be a lot more popular than Jalen Williams. And then the big Jalen Williams, I was shocked he was getting no ownership. He played 32 minutes, almost went for a triple-double. Um, yeah, if you're going to get 30 minutes from, from him, I think he's a really good value. Now, the issue is, yes, there's, he's prone to foul trouble, and he's going to be going up against Carl Anthony Towns. Not a great matchup. Um, so there is some foul risk there for the big Jalen Williams. But if you told me for sure he played 30 minutes tomorrow, he would be in my lineup. Now, behind him... We saw Sarich basically as the only backup big. You didn't see anyone else. Sarich played 11 minutes. Um, he's 3.4K. He's really interesting to me tomorrow as a value play. Because you, didn't, you did not see Sar. You did not see JRE. You did not see um, Usman Jang. So, if they solely use Sarich as the backup, I'll just think, think this through, right? If Sarich is going to be the only guy that backs up the big Jalen Williams... And the big Jalen Williams gets in foul trouble against Carl Anthony Towns. Who's the next man up? It's Dario Saric, who is a good point-per-minute guy, is close to min price. So 
He's interesting to me. Now, could we see the rotation change? Could we see one of those other bigs play tomorrow? It's possible. You never know with Oklahoma City. But I'll just say this. If the big Jalen Williams gets in foul trouble and you get extended minutes for Dario Sarch, I think he's a pretty good value play. Um, Isaiah Joe. We mentioned him as a pivot off Gary Trent. Well, they were both awful because they both couldn't hit a shot. And that's what happens with guys like this. If they're not making their shots, they have a really low floor. But if Isaiah Joe is making a shots, this is the ceiling. So, yes, he saw limited minutes last game because he was not making shots, not playing well. That doesn't mean he's going to see some limited minutes tomorrow. And another thing that I say about recency bias, I think Joe's going to be really low owned. But I would also not be surprised if you see Isaiah Joe play like 27 minutes tomorrow and go for like 30 plus fancy points. So he's another interesting tournament play to me. I don't think I get to anyone else on this team. You did see Aaron Wiggins play uh, 14 minutes. I guess he's 3.9K. I think I'd rather go to Sarch at 3-4 than Aaron Wiggins. And then you did see a couple minutes for Lindy Waters, and that was it. So that's Oklahoma City. And finally, Minnesota. And the massive news for this slate is what is happening with Rudy Gobert. It changes absolutely everything with what I'm going to do with this Minnesota team. If Rudy Gobert is out, I am going right back to stacking Minnesota. Absolutely love them. They're all underpriced if there's no Gobert. Um, I basically played like every starter last game from Minnesota, playing uh, Anthony Edwards. Obviously, it was not great. And this is what I'm talking about, the recency bias. Three of 17 shooting for Anthony Edwards. I think he's going to be relatively low-owned as opposed to other spend-ups in this range. And for that reason, he's appealing to, me, appealing to me. Played 38 minutes in regulation. I think he could play a bit more tomorrow. Like his ceiling, I think Carl Anthony Towns, if there's no Rudy Gobert, looks absolutely phenomenal. Um, he is foul-prone. He did deal with foul trouble at the end of the game last game. He lost some minutes. But um, if there's no Gobert and Cat starts the five, I love him. And then if there's no Gobert, I'm way more confident in slow-mo and Torian Prince because their minutes would go way up. You saw 40 minutes in regulation for, for Kyle Anderson and a close to 40 minutes in regulation for Torian Prince. So if there's no Gobert tomorrow, I really like slow-mo and I really like Torian Prince because... This team runs an extremely tight rotation. They have no depth behind the starters. And then Mike Conley had a great shooting game, 7-11, had a huge night. I think he's a pretty solid play, played 39 minutes in regulation. So I would like all five starters here from Minnesota if there's no Gobert. Now, if Gobert is in, that changes a lot. I don't like Cat as much. Um, I think slow-mo, Torian Prince, lose a good chunk of minutes. They would be not out of play, but... Definitely not plays I'm looking to prioritize. So that is huge. And then, like, so I think they would move Torian Prince to the bench would be my guess. And they would go Conley, Ant, um, Slow-Mo, Cat, Gobert as the starters with Prince coming off the bench. You'd probably get, like, McLaughlin or Noel X from the rotation. Um, I don't, you definitely not see Nathan Knight in that scenario. So, um, yeah, the Gobert news is absolutely massive. And then Gobert himself, if he's available and plays... I think he's reasonable. Um, I think you would probably play mid-30s minutes. So, like I said, that news is massive. And then with these bench guys, there's no one I feel good about. You only saw two minutes of Nathan Knight last game, even with Gobert out. So I just don't think I can do that. You saw um, NAW played the most of the bench guys. He played 23 minutes. So I think if I had to pick someone, it would be him. Um, but, uh, again, if Gobert's in and Prince moves back to the bench, you're going to lose minutes for NAW. McLaughlin was awful last game, 0 of 5, one fancy point. I could see him not playing tomorrow. I could also see Noel not playing tomorrow. Um, he's actually a guy, though, that can provide the offensive spark. But 
I don't think he's going to play huge minutes. And then that's it. You did not. I thought you could have saw Austin Rivers last game. Um, you did not. So, like I said, Minnesota news. Gobert changes everything about the slate. Um, would love all five starters if he's out. I think they would all be underpriced. I would expect all five starters, assuming no foul trouble, to play around 40 minutes from Minnesota tomorrow. All right, guys, so that's going to do it for the video. If you have been enjoying, again, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Keep an eye out for the prize picks video. I'll have that up after this. And uh, good luck. We'll see you in the next one.